Surprise! Surprise! Hi everyone. <laughs> Hi everyone. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Business, Business Uncensored. Uncensored. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Not with Joe Bevilacqua. Surprisingly, not yeah. with Joe. Surprise team takeover today on this fine Wednesday. <laughs> this is um, so strange for me. I bet it's even stranger for you because, like, you're usually behind the camera. It is really weird, but I feel like this is where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, we're just gonna start off a bit about our story, um, what we've been working with Joe. So Chris, and my story, as in like everything, like from my birth. <laughs> Not from birth. Your story in in this job working with Joe, what you did before that kind of thing. Okay, so before I started working with Joe, um, I actually was at uni doing a fine art degree, but I feel like creativity and technology was always my sort of thing. Um, so I wanted kind of an amalgamation of it and I looked around for some stuff um, and I happily landed on Joe's place, uh, JVB Mentoring here in the uh, wonderful world and um, been working with Joe for about a year and a half now I want to say. Probably just over. Just over a year and a half and I have learned so many things, it's been absolutely crazy. I, I build websites, I do all the visuals for all the social posts, all the resources that we use, our program, everything. Um, I'm currently doing an apprenticeship in marketing as well. And yeah, I just feel like, I feel like it's somewhere I belong, really. Mm. It is strange, but yeah. Awesome. Um, I joined literally, I think, two weeks after you. Yeah, I think, but yeah, basically yeah. two weeks. Because I actually applied for the digital marketing role and then I went for the interview and Joe said, sorry, someone's already filled that space, Apologies. which was Chris. So I, but I'd also applied for the content writer role, which I then got. So before this, I, this is literally my ninth job in four years. <laughs> because I have been around the industries. I've worked in retail. I've worked in like catering and hospitality. I've done delivery driving, but never really found anything that suited me or that I could actually hold down. Um, <laughs> 16 months later, I'm still here loving it because it's a really great creative outlet. I love to write. It's what I do in my spare time as well. Um, well, we love having you here. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. Um, yeah, so I do all of the sort of blog writing, the email marketing, I do a lot of the socials, I do a lot of the podcast, um, a lot of the writing and uh, recording and editing and distribution and all that kind of thing. Bit of everything, really. Yeah, a bit of everything. So it's crazy. I started out here writing three blogs a week and now... You've launched a whole podcast. launched a whole podcast. It's just crazy. So yeah, both have been working for Joe for nearly two years, probably. That's crazy how fast it's gone. It's so crazy, isn't it? So fast. So fast. <laughs> but yeah, like we said, I've been working for Joe for about two years. And one of the things that we do a lot day to day is SEO. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, um, I mean, we work... SEO is something that we really, really believe you should have a good grasp on. Uh, we do it every day, but we've still got stupid amounts of things to learn about it. The... Google is just changing constantly. Really, really annoying. But we do feel like it's really good to understand and incorporate into your business. Yeah, definitely. So because we believe it's so important, I think today's episode is f focused on SEO just because we feel like we need to give some people some basic knowledge. 
and sort of get people to understand why SEO is so important and how to implicate it in your business. You'll start appearing higher on Google and Bing and Yahoo and that sort of things on all the search engines. And this is your way into cold converting, really. Mm-hmm. If people are searching for a keyword, they're going to be seeing you. And I think that's why SEO is so important. Yeah, because it is a really huge part of like your online presence. I think that like you think online, you hear online presence, you think social media, but it is so much more than that. Like your online presence is like your website and your branding and just everything to do with where you're found online, which is so much more than just your Instagram and your TikTok or whatever. So let's get into some stuff about SEO. We're just gonna go through the basics. So after that um, healthy introduction, uh, let's get into it. So first bit of SEO, SEO stands for search engine optimization and it is measured out of 100. The main thing about SEO is that, like I said, it can create these really, really strong foundations for your online presence. But yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I think it can re- it can really solidify your brand and make sure your branding's like on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like SEO is all about improving your website to like increase its visibility. Like when people are searching for your products or services in your industry, or if they're related to your business on Google, then you're more likely to show up for those things. Yeah, so it's about, like Chris said, showing up higher on Google search results. So you wanna rank for particular keywords, you wanna rank for certain things in your area. So for example, our keywords sort of playing would be like business mentor, business coach, but there's a lot of things to do with like searchable content that we're gonna get into a little bit later. Um, But essentially, the higher you rank on Google, the more that Google trusts your website, sees that it's really healthy, sees that it's a good user experience, the more, how you're gonna show up on those listings. Therefore, more potential for conversions and clicks and to, for someone to sign up to a mailing list or to make a purchase on your website too. Yeah, did you know that only 95% of traffic only goes to the first page of results? I know, that is crazy. I don't think I've ever clicked a page two in my life. No, I haven't. I mean, how many of you have searched for something and then just tried searching for something else if it's not on the first page? I don't think anyone, no. Like, I do not go onto the second page, so it's it's so it's important to get onto that first page. Yeah, it's completely made redundant. I don't even know why Google has a second page. Um, I mean, they have literally hundreds of pages. Yeah. But no one ever go, goes past the first page. No. So the algorithms of Google, the gods of all bloody search engines, they know, they interpret what a good or bad user experience is. They will crawl your website and know exactly what a user is going to experience as soon as they get in there, which is absolutely crazy to me. Like, technology has really come yeah. really far. Definitely. It's mad. So the better it is for a user, the higher you're going to rank, the higher the website's going to rank. Yeah, and when you say Google will crawl the website, do you want to just give a little bit of an explanation of what that means? So if you imagine spiders, and, you know, they've got eight legs, and they're walking across all these stones and they each leg is in a different stone Mm -hmm. that's what google is like so they have branches of ai that are in different websites and they look for different things they will literally read all the code on your website and find certain aspects of what they're looking for oh that's a good analogy so i couldn't think of a better analogy (laughs) than that well guys remember this think website think spider okay spider yeah sure I, th- I thought there was a correlation there no there is 
Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, cool. So basically, the point that we're getting at is how important it is to optimize your website yeah, because of so many different things. Um, and also, SEO is now being incorporated into a lot of social media platforms. So things like Instagram, Facebook, I think TikTok is really hot on it at the moment. Oh, absolutely. It's, like, are, a, it's like a search engine at the yeah, moment. They are really, really incorporating search engine optimization into their platform. So it's all about your keywords and your bio and optimizing your profile. We are gonna focus mainly on websites today, but it is just worth noting that it can also be applied to your social media accounts. So I think it was something, I think I think it was about 40% of teens these days will now use TikTok or Instagram to find really? a place to eat than to use Google. That's absolutely insane. Like, it's crazy. Um, I still Google restaurants, there's no tomorrow. Yeah, I use Google more than anything. I don't, yeah. So, and even on Google now, um, a lot of the top section of results are coming up with short form videos from TikTok and Instagram. Really? So it's really important to incorporate into your social media too, but we are gonna take a look at your website today and go through some of the factors that are gonna affect your SEO score um, and kind of some of the do's and don'ts as well, things to avoid and things to try and do as much as possible. So. Let's go through some of those, shall we? Love that. Yeah. Okay, so the first factor that can affect your SEO score is your keywords. So keywords are industry or niche-specific words that you want your site or your pages to show up for on search results. So like I said earlier, we'd want our website to rank for something like business mentor or business coach. But this is where searchable content comes in or searchable terms. Because if you think about your business, a lot of people won't necessarily think they need help with their business and think business mentor, if that makes sense. So the more searchable term would be how to make more money or how to start a business or how to grow my business. So those would be some of the key phrases that we focus a lot of our content around on our website um, to rank for those things because it's what people are gonna be searching. So you want to make sure that your keywords are put into your copy naturally. So your copy are basically just the words on your website. So on your landing pages and in your blogs, it has to be in there naturally and think about it from the user's point of view as well. So if you were them and you were looking for your business, what would you search? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. To avoid, I would say do not spam your keywords. So if your keyword was business coach, do not just do a whole big page that says business coach, business coach, business coach, <laughs> da, 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 da. because search engines will pick up on this and they will be like, nope, this is spam. We don't want to show you to anyone on Google. And then another thing not to do is something that people do a lot or hopefully don't do as much anymore, but a lot of people used to spam all their keywords into one page and then make them the same color as the background. Ridiculous. So it's like they think, I mean, back in the day. It would work. It would work. Google wasn't that clever a few years back and they wouldn't pick that up. But like Chris said earlier, Google is always changing. It's always developing and other search engines too. And it will pick up on that and it will rank you lower because it just sees you as spam. Yeah. Don't do those things and Ooh. make sure your keywords are searchable. Okay, moving on to website content and design, which is my sort of forte, uh, especially website design. So with uh, designing your website, you need to have quality and stable content. Um, this just creates a better user experience. It means it looks nice, really. Your blocks of text and your pictures aren't you know, spinning around the page or something or when it goes into different screen sizes it doesn't you know stretch or look weird it just 
needs to look nice, really. It means that people are more willing to stay and interact with your website. Um, this can be done in a range of different ways, really. Um, well-written blog posts, really nice eye-catching titles, high-resolution images, clear calls to actions. Honestly, anything that will make it look nice, it will bring in those users and encourage them to stay on the website, read more, look into your gallery more. We all like pretty things, I guess. We do. In, in a uh, consumer way, we like things to look nice. And I think if we see a website that's outdated or, you know, there's not a lot of text, but when there is, it's not that well written. I think we just switch off. We we want to see that these websites are trustworthy in a way. If they're, if they're well written and they have good English, I think we're more likely to trust what they're saying to us. Um, as long as your information relays and conveys your messages, you, the messaging that you want to put out to your users, and they're you know in a contextually relevant matter, the Google AI will rank your page higher for your keywords. As long as your, you know, uh, can't speak. As long as your content is relevant to what you are talking about, and you know you keep up with the content and writing it beautifully then Google will see your website as a trustworthy source for other people. Create that copy in a fun and engaging matter and make sure it is well written. I can't stress it enough. Google does pick up on it and not just Google, but users will just completely switch off. You need to set your website out clearly, have a set direction on your viewer's journey uh, with calls to action, maybe a page and a half every time, just so you give your users a chance to read it and have a look at your pictures and then slide in the call to action, the little slide in. <laughs> <laughs> slide into the call to action. Slide into the call to action. I think it's about, um, I think you did touch on it a little bit, just about the structure as well. So obviously a lot of businesses, including us, we're going to have a lot of things that we want to convey to our audience and the kind of things that we want to like share with people and teach them with and inspire them with and things like that so if there's if there's a whole lot of text and it's about structuring it in smaller lines smaller paragraphs with like use of subheadings and just making sure it's really easy to read and like it's just easy to consume oh yeah i'm so impatient yeah i think after a few sentences i want to be seeing a picture definitely and people's attention spans have definitely gone down they're definitely you know, people do switch off after a couple of seconds now. A hundred percent. I mean, like, I think, especially since the whole lockdown and everything and everyone just kind of became consumed by social media and by their phones, so. Yeah, people want things immediately. Yeah. So if you're not conveying that message immediately, people are just going to leave. Which does add, you know, a lot of added pressure on particular things because it kind of um, prompts you to really, really think about the way that you write your copy and your content and the way that you structure your website but I think that's also a good thing because it kind of gives you an opportunity to analyze it and think of it from a consumer perspective oh yeah absolutely uh, yeah especially the like the strong titles high resolution images your brand colors they will know immediately what they're going to get yeah a hundred percent you don't need to overdo it you don't need massive amounts of texts lots of images just find a good balance of both I think is the best way to do it and just prioritize quantity over quality that's the wrong way it is the wrong way yeah 
Just pri- just prioritise quality over quantity. Yes. If you have a blog backed up by facts, Google will recognise it and rank it higher. And they also recognise if you're constantly talking about a subject but have no substance, no message behind it. You're just talking about it for the sake of talking. Yeah. I think you really need to hone your messaging, make sure everything's clear. And Google and users, they'll, they'll be fine with it. Agreed. Yeah. Great one. Okay, so let's move on. So the next factor that can really affect your SEO is your site page and your site speed. So this is something that I never really considered um, before I even came into this world of SEO. And the thing with SEO is that it is ever-changing. It's such a huge thing and it can be really overwhelming. And that's why we do a lot of the SEO things that we do for people and we do a lot of their websites and things because it's what we've learned over these past two years. It's what we're good at. It's what we love. So you know, we want to help other people with that because we understand it can be really overwhelming. But your site page and your site speed is really, really important. So think about it. Think about you've just clicked on a website for something that you really, really need to find an answer to and it is just taking so long to load. Like you're just thinking, come on, I really need this, but it's just not giving me what I want. What do you do? You don't sit and wait for it, do you? You click that back button and you go find somewhere else. You'll so. find just another source that'll do exactly the same thing. Exactly, which is why your site speed is so important. So if it's any longer, I think, than, what is it, three seconds? Yeah. Three seconds, then it sorts of, sort of goes into a bit of a, like... Well, you say that, three seconds. It's gone down a lot since lockdown. That's true. I think it's literally zero point something now. That is crazy. It's mad, people just switch off. They yeah. don't want, they don't want to be waiting for yeah. things. That's true. So it's like, if... If it's any longer than apparently 0.1 seconds now, which is huge, then they're probably going to go somewhere else. So like we said a little while ago, um, people these days, particularly after lockdown, like you said, they want things so quickly. They want things immediately. Like if it's not in front of them, then they're going to go and try and find it somewhere else. It kind of is the same premise for that whole kind of first page thing. Like Mm -hmm. no one's gonna go onto the second page. So if your site doesn't load quickly, then it's just gonna lead viewers to losing interest and you are potentially gonna gonna lose a potential customer or client there because if your site was fast enough, they might've been like, cool, like I found my solution, I'm gonna make this purchase. Um, And the loss of traffic as well can also make Google think that your website isn't trustworthy. So a little bit more technical, there's something called a bounce rate, which is essentially the rate of or amount of people who have clicked that back button off of your website. Um, If that's really, really high, if loads of people have clicked back off of your website and gone somewhere else, then Google is gonna rank you lower for that. So with site speed, it's really important to optimize your images. So that would be compressing your images, which sounds a little bit techie, but (laughs) it is to me sometimes. You literally just run it through a website and it just smushes your images. Yeah. That's all it is. So it just makes it, because it's lower quality or uh, more compressed, it makes it quicker to load. So it means it loads faster and takes up a lot less memory too. Yeah, you also need to minimise CSS and JavaScript files, which Harry has no clue what I'm talking about. He's looking at me with this glassed over eyes. It's just a bit more of the techie side. I'm I'm more the content stuff. So CSS and JavaScript is the code that builds your website from the ground up. This is what's going to customize your website. There's a lot of different ways to build a website. So if you are building it from the ground up and not using a website builder like WordPress, then you're going to be starting with CSS and JavaScript. This is just the codes, the foundations of your website. So you want to be using it as efficiently as possible. 
you don't want to be overcomplicating it. This is only, I'm only saying this if you know, like, how to code, how to use JavaScript. But you want to be doing it as efficiently as possible, keeping it to a minimum. You don't want to be overcomplicating things. It's just if you have such long codes, long lines of code, then it's just going to be like one of your images and it's not going to load fast at all. Yeah, and I think that's definitely, I mean, I know SEO, but I don't know all the coding (laughs) stuff because Chris and I find that we both come together with SEO, but Chris is a lot more of the techie coding, um, JavaScript stuff, and (laughs) I'm very much content uh, sort of focused. um, You're writing the content and I'm making it look pretty, basically. Yeah, pretty much, to put it (laughs) plainly. But um, with the whole JavaScript thing, if you were to get someone to build your website for you, then it would already most likely be set up with a website builder. So I would say that's not something you would have to necessarily worry about. Yes. Because especially if they know what they're doing, they will pick <laughs> a good website builder and that will be something that they will deal with anyway. Yes. Shall we move on to the next one? Yeah, so as much as your website may look good on a computer screen, I think a lot of people now are just using their mobile phones. Mm-hmm. There isn't a time where I don't see someone on their mobile phone yeah. walking down the street. My sister is always on her phone, constantly. I can't get her on So am I. That's also true, you're always on your phone as well. Yeah. I think the rise of mobile phones have really affected how people are interacting with websites. Well, not just websites, but I think the whole internet in general, like apps, the way people take photos now, all, it's all just stored in a, it's like having a computer in your pocket but I think with websites they they look really great on a computer screen but then they've got to smush all that content together to look nice on a mobile phone screen and unfortunately some websites if they're not optimized to do this will fail because they're just all over the place they're not optimized to shrink down into this little mobile phone that's in your pocket now i think people search anything on their mobile phones really and your website needs to display correctly as people will click away if they don't think that this website is nice enough it doesn't look nice all the you know the headings are falling off the screen or the images are really really teeny tiny i think people are just going to click away because they don't have the time to sit there and actually understand it. They're not going to be interested in it at all. Google AI now judges how mobile-friendly your website is. This this AI is just amazing how well, this just, thing works. It just goes to show that, like, the rise of mobile phones, like, if Google is now using that as a factor, oh, yeah. then it's a huge thing. Yeah, they're going to rank... Google AI will rank you lower if it finds pages that are completely unsuitable for user experience. So what kind of things can you do to make it a little bit more mobile friendly? So check whether your site looks good on mobile. Don't just assume it does. You will want to look at it on a range of phones. So if someone's got like an iPhone 8, someone else has got an iPhone 12 or you know a Galaxy S9 or something, you will want to look at all of them. The website builder that we use, Elementor, it shows you what it looks like on a mobile screen. But mobiles now are very similar to to computers where not every screen size is going to be the same. So you need to be looking at it in a range of different ways. You want to use a responsive theme. 
so the theme of a website is its base value so when you when wordpress when you first use wordpress it will prompt you to use a theme which is like the start of your page i guess you can like choose it to be blank or if you want some like text on the side that's sort of like a theme sort of like a template yeah that sort of thing yeah. uh, make sure it's responsive because this will shrink to mobile phones and it will open up to computer size or even a tablet size it will do most of the work for you basically and just redesign any pop-ups for mobile as they will appear a lot smaller um so you will you don't want to do like a I don't know, size 40 text on the computer and a size 40 text on your phone is gonna be like the size of the screen yeah it's gonna make no sense don't put it off because the internet is just it's just so advanced more than we realize i think it's a lot more advanced than we understand and the majority of internet users are going to rely solely on their mobile and just don't assume that it's just going to work for you because half the time it doesn't i think that's what's annoying about websites as a whole is that we kind of assume it's going to work for us because the internet's so easy to use and we just google things and it's it appears in search but it's don't assume that it works for you because it works for everyone else you need to be consistently checking that your website works yeah i think you make a really good point there because like you say the internet is so easy we think we can just google something and it's right there but there's so much that goes behind it oh absolutely not even just you know with there's obviously the entire google ai and all the search engines and every tiny little detail that i probably could not even fathom from miles behind the scenes but then there's the kind of work that we do that goes behind everything like the mobile optimization and mm-hmm. the SEO and all those kind of things. Like it does all affect how the internet up. works. Yeah, yeah, it does. I think the internet's just like an iceberg. I think we're right at the top, but we don't understand the whole iceberg is underneath the surface. Yeah, it's it's a huge world and it is, it is really overwhelming for a lot of people, but that's why we're here giving you all this podcast episode. <laughs> So um, I'm a bit conscious of time. So let's move on to the next one. So moving on, the next thing that goes heavily into your SEO is internal and external links. So fancy name, but really, yeah, easy premise. So (laughs) a link is just a bit of text that you can click and it will take you somewhere else. Um, Internal link means that it will take you somewhere else on your website. So um, if we have a link to our services page, there might be a line on the home page that says check out our services. That word services can then be linked to take you to the services page, if that makes sense. Beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then you have external links too, which are the complete opposite. So they will take you to another page on someone else's website. So for example, with the blogs that I write, um, a lot of them are all either reference where I've got the research from or I will if there's just something relevant um, within the text that I think it would be useful for the reader to learn more about um, and it's somewhere else, then I will link it to that other page. Like if there's some facts you might want to back up. Yeah. Take you to another article talking about the same thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. yeah, exactly. So they're quite a simple thing, but they are um, in a lot of sort of SEO criteria. Um, they are a big part of it. And as well, you can actually get external links to your website from someone else. So these are called backlinks and they are a really big part of SEO. So for example, say you've been featured on, I don't know, 
a news site or like lifestyle Forbes or yeah Forbes or like a lifestyle blog or something like that most of the time they will put a link to your website in that article or page or wherever they've written about you and if they are a trusted website then this can really um, make your website seem a lot more trusted too oh yeah if a if a trusted website if their domain score which is similar to an SEO score but it's how trustworthy your website is. If their domain score is higher than yours and they're using you as a source, then that looks fantastic on your website. If they're getting information from you, it makes you look really trustworthy. Yeah. So a few do's and don'ts about uh, internal and external links. Um, You want to be linking your old posts to your new posts. So like we talked about earlier and constantly updating the content on your website, if you're talking about a certain subject and you've, that you've spoke about in the past in a old blog post, you need to be linking those two together. So Google will see that you have, you're talking about it currently, but you've talked about it in the past and updated your content. So it will see the link, Google AI will see the link in your current post, link it to your old post and know that you wanna be ranking for that page. So people usually internal link to old posts when you post a new post. There's a lot of posts in that sentence. (laughs) So people usually internal link to old posts when they're currently speaking about it, when their new post is published. But they forget to go back to the old posts and link the new post to it. Because your old post is still ranking. It will still turn up in search engines. So if people click on that old post and they see that, oh, there's a link to your new post, that you're still talking about it, then you're more likely to be ranking for those keywords. So a lot of people also only emplace the important pages in the navigation bar. You need to be putting them all in, really. The more clicks a page needs to get to, the less important it is for search engines. So if you're on the home page and you click services and then team services and then you've got to click either me and me or you and then it goes down into our, what we offer and you have to click on those and then it, all the information comes up that is like what four or five clicks it's to get clicks. exactly it's a lot of clicks to get to us so you need to be limiting it to at least two or three yeah and not even just from a Google perspective but from the consumer perspective too like if I'm trying to find our services, for example, yeah. and I have to go click, 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 and I'm still reading I'm things, and I'm just like, where, where is my answer? Where is my solution? I'm gonna be like, no, again, I'm gonna click that back button, and I'm gonna go find something else. Yeah. So you don't want to overlink either. If you've got like a load of links on one page, you get those websites that are literally just built for spam, where they're just like thousands of links on one page, yeah. and I never really understand what the deal is with them. But it makes a search engine think that your website's spam, which is they're just going to rank you lower. They're not going to rank you higher for any keywords at all. If they see that you've got 100 links on one page, there's no point in it. So they're just going to completely rank you lower. And don't orphan pages. I see a lot of people do that, like landing pages and stuff. Yeah, I get. But like some pages, people will just have no links pointing to it. Not even a button on a navigation bar they don't have they'll just have them randomly like i always think about them floating in the void of space (laughs) just alone because nothing is pointing to them and google isn't going to see it they're nothing's pointing to it it's going to be really hard for google to get to it at all yeah and that brings me on to a good point actually which is something that is relevant for all of these factors to be fair 
um, and in fact, I've just said it, everything that you do has to be relevant. So it links a lot to the links as well. It's quite funny. Links, links to, to the, the links. links. Sorry. Um, so like Chris said, you don't want to be spamming certain pages and websites with so many links because A, Google is going to think you're spam. Yeah. B, like what? where's the relevance there? Yeah. And it's the same with your keywords and the same with your design and the same with um, just a lot of things to do with your content. It's it's about relevance. So if something's not right and if something doesn't quite fit in your post or in your website, then like don't do it. I know there's a lot of things, sort of criteria that you have to meet, but at the end of the day, if it's not natural, if it's not relevant, then it's gonna have then more of a- Then why are you talking about it? Yeah, it's gonna have more of a negative impact. So everything that you do has to be relevant to your business, to your niche, to the things that you're talking about. Um, so it all kind of just ties together. So like you wouldn't be having a conversation about fine artisan wine and someone comes in and be like, hey, did you catch that football game? Yeah. Like, it's just, there's no point. I mean, you might, but. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's England, you might yeah. love from, it. From a website perspective. It makes no sense. Don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, and then those are basically some of the main factors, um, but what it kind of all boils down to is the user experience. So. The more that Google develops and the more that other search engines develop and the more that social media develops, they are really honing down on user experience and trying to make... Um, the customer the center of things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it's just thinking about things from the customer perspective. Like, how are you going to make their journey on your website as easy as possible? How are you going to persuade them and convince them to take an action, whether it be to sign up for something or to make a purchase? How are you going to make that as quick and easy as possible? And that's something that search engines are prioritizing as well. So that's the main factors of SEO, really, that we primarily focus on yeah. every day. Yeah. When it comes to building websites, that's pretty much what we think about. Yeah. It's a lot. And it's just really important to note as well that like I think we mentioned earlier, SEO is always changing. Yeah. Algorithms are always changing. You're never going to have a perfect SEO score. No. You're don't, never going don't to... feel like that's gonna be everything. No. Like don't what I did when I first started was just hyper focus on it. Mm -hmm. I would check my SEO score every day. I would be like implementing the changes immediately. Like it just kind of took over yeah. my life, really. It is re it's really easy to fall into. But because Google is always, it's just, the algorithms are crazy. They're yeah. constantly changing. You don't want to be obsessing over it. Check it every month. Yeah, That's probably the best advice we can give you is check it every month. Do your changes then and then leave it. And the important thing to remember is that, that it takes time. Oh, yeah. Like everything in business. And it's a whole of, lot of what we say um, across the entire business and a lot of what Joe says is that it takes time and the same is for SEO too. Mm -hmm. You're not just gonna fix all these problems with your website and then tomorrow morning you're gonna wake up and you're number one on Google and you've got yeah. all these conversions and sales and everything like it's just not we gonna happen. Wish. Yeah, it takes time. It takes a lot of work and again, that's why we put our time and energy into doing it for other people because yeah. you know, you've got a business to focus on. Exactly. This is what we do, this is what we're good at, this is what we enjoy, so. I mean, if you've, if you've got the time to sit down and do the stuff, then yeah, it's great. Yeah. But we know that as a business owner, there's a million other things to think about. There are a million other things on your to-do list. There are things that in the back of your mind that you know you need to do, but don't have the time to do. And I think we 
it's sad to say, but we love it. We love <laughs> SEO. It is literally our whole lives. We I do. go to bed thinking like, <laughs> what do I need to do on the website tomorrow? <laughs> it is... Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that we enjoy doing. We're good at it. Not to blow our own trumpets, but we are. It's something yeah. that we've, you know, done research to do. We've done, I'm currently doing apprenticeship to do it. It is something that we've worked very hard to be good at. And I think this podcast is what we wanted to share because we know it is important to do. It is. Yeah. It's something that needs work. It's not going to happen overnight. I don't think anything we want to happen is ever going to happen overnight. It's graft. It's hard work. It is. And I think like I've said a few times, it's a really tricky thing. Like you think you've got one thing, but then that just goes into everything. It's like the domino effect. Yeah, but <laughs> this is kind of just a little overview of the basics. It's the important things to think about. Yeah, it's exactly. the kind of more simple things. Um, but we are holding an SEO workshop. We are indeed. In November. We are. Um, on November 23rd. So just kind of have a little bit of um, selfless, Promo, <laughs> shameless self promo. Just gonna have a little bit of shameless, shameless self promo um, here. So November twenty third, it's our office. Um, we're just gonna be doing a whole day of SEO learning, going through all these things with you, going through blogging, going through website design, going through bits about social media. But we're also gonna be helping you implement it all. Too. I think that's the great thing about it is that we don't just chuck a load of information at you. Like every time we go through a topic, we're then you're then gonna be doing it there and then. Yeah. That's the great thing about it. So Chris has created some lovely worksheets. Lovely worksheets. Um, that will be done throughout the day. So like Chris said, you'll do an activity and then you'll do a worksheet to go with it. And we try and take as much time as possible to make sure you understand things. Um, obviously there is limited time, but we'll have the whole day. There will be a maximum of eight people, and then we also do a free half an hour one to one with you. Um after the event, which we'll book in on the day to go through your SEO and your website solely for you. And we'll go through your SEO issues. It comes get... with lunch too. It does come with lunch too. <laughs> Lovely lunch, courtesy of... Somewhere. Somewhere, don't we'll know decide yeah. closer to the day. Lovely lunch, snacks throughout the day. Lots of little perks. So <laughs> if that's something you're interested in, um, if SEO sounds really confusing to you, if you know you need to do it, but you just don't have the time, or if you want someone else to do it for you, or if you just need a little kick up the ass to do it, anything like that, if it's just something you don't understand, then come along. Um, we will put the link to the event page and the tickets in the show notes. Yeah, well, you'll do that. I'll do that. I'm techie, but I have no idea what to do with that. Yeah, um, and I'm also, for you, I'm going to put a few links in the show notes for some of our favourite SEO tools that we use. Um, yeah. So things like website crawlers and content things. Um, things that will ideas. make your life a lot easier yes so thanks uh, for listening yeah thanks i know this has been a really long episode if you're still with us at the very end thanks so much <laughs> <Yeah>. for listening <laughs> Thank team you. takeover guys Woo! thanks so um, much there will be some more team takeovers coming up i'm not going to tell you when because it's a surprise, surprise team takeover <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i really hope you enjoyed this episode i enjoyed it yeah i did too first podcast episode yeah i mean i tripped over my words a bunch of times but hey we're only human right we're only human we're only human 
So, um, yes, thank you so much again. If you really, really loved the episode, if you found it useful, then please rate and review on whatever you're listening on. Um, tell your friends, tell your business friends, tell everyone about us if you're enjoying <laughs> it. And also share on your socials and reach out to us on socials too. Um, if you need any help, if you need some more information about the workshop, if you just want to have a little chin wag about SEO, all the um, contact details and social media platforms are in the show notes as well. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>